The Calcio Podcast, episode 91. Listeners, ciao. Thanks for tuning in. This week, Nick and I will talk about Ralph Ragnick being out at Milan before even officially getting into Milan in a huge U-turn of events. Stefano Pioli getting offered a two-year contract extension, basically derailing a plan that has been months in the works. So we'll talk about what the hell happened there and just how well Pioli has done to even get things to this point. We'll also talk about Atalanta, who have continued to play superb. We'll talk about Juve being on the brink of the title. For a ninth year in a row, the Scudetto is looking all but wrapped up now as they beat Lazio, who have had a terrible time since restart. We'll get into a little bit more detail about their entire Scudetto campaign and their challenge for the title and how it's all kind of fallen apart the past couple of weeks. Plus, Antonio Conte's got a new set of excuses as to why his Inter side have struggled since restart. We'll talk about Conte whining once again and how he came up with this one. The working theory on this one is that he was taking a dump, taking a dump when he came up with this idea. So we'll uh, break that down a little bit. Of course, we have Heroes Thrones of the Week. We've got the five side of meals to have when you're drunk. You're not going to want to miss that. So stay tuned till the end and enjoy this 91st episode. Now sit back, relax, and kick it with us. Pino, take it away. Bye. Let's go. Però, catenazzo che donna sei. Io delle donne non mi fido. Il corteggiamento è un rito. Troppo spesso si finisce. Che una donna ti tradisce. E non mi importa se son bionde, non mi importa se son more. A me basta che siano tonde e disposte a far l'amore. Io da bambino veramente fui cacciato dalla scuola. Perché la professoressa mi faceva molto gola quando facevo il militare. Poi la moglie del tenente mi faceva le moine. Dio la presi tra la gente. Perciò, bambina, se sono qui per te stasera, è una fortuna. Andiamo! Let's go, Nick. General Eddie, how you doing, buddy? I'm flying high. I am flying high, buddy. I'm flying high, and I don't think you have to ask me why. Pino, Pino, come on, take it away. Roll the Pino, roll the Pino. Let's go. Nice. Feeling good, man. Fucking feeling good. Feeling very good. Okay, um, Sam Adamo coming at you. Listeners, welcome to episode 91 of the Calcio Podcast. As my phone blows up, just as we're starting off this pod, we're off to a rough start. Popular uh, guy. Uh, so fuck, I'm, I'm, uh, Jesus Christ! I, 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 I told myself I'd make an effort to swear less on the pod, and I started off my first main sentence with. That's not, not happening. I guarantee you that will not be happening. Just started off with a fuck. I'm so I'm I'm such nice a f bomb for the fans. My brain is so my brain is so completely melted that that I can't that you I can't. And me both. That I can't that I can't utter a sentence without without dropping an f bomb. What 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 what's going on, man? I mean, I I get annoyed here with with all the Milan talk on this pod because uh, of course because do, I feel but, like but when we ramble about Juventus for thirty five minutes, it's okay. We don't though. We don't. And that's the thing. Is yeah, yeah. We don't we don't tweet that much. Get at us on Twitter, mm-hmm. by the way, listeners. Get at us on Twitter, on Instagram, or on TikTok until until they take it down because it's a Chinese. Uh, it's a Chinese. It's a Chinese tool for uh, for 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 mental control and uh, and uh, and 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 espionage of the uh, Chinese deep state before uh, before TikTok gets banned. Follow us on all platforms at Calcio Podcast. Uh, of course, we're available on all platforms: Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spreaker. Get on us. Get on. Get at us everywhere at Calcio Podcast. Um, look, we 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 don't tweet much. Okay, to be fair. Um, you especially don't tweet much. I do most of the heavy lifting on Twitter, which isn't much because, again, we don't tweet much. We go entire days without tweeting sometimes. Heavy, but I heavy feel, lifting. In but I feel, like, 
But I feel exactly. But I feel like whenever you tweet, it's about Milan. So sometimes I don't tweet for a couple of days. You'll just throw in the odd Milan tweet, and then like one out of every two freaking tweets is about Zlatan Pioli or or or, or something Bro, unrelated. Okay, excuse me, excuse me. All you, you do is reply. Person. All you do is reply to Juventus tweet. You go look at all of our replies. All you do is reply to Juve tweet. So shut up. I don't know where this is coming from. Well, this is bullshit. My well my. I think repl- replying is pure a bullshit. Bit, replying is a little bit different no. from creating a proprietary. No, it's not. From, from, no, it's from creating not. a proprietary on your you timeline tweet. Sam. No, but I feel so. I feel like we do a lot of Milan talk, but but one of the biggest pieces of news that came out just a couple hours before we started recording. Yeah, there's this podcast shit to talk about. On, on, shit uh, to talk about. on Tuesday, so Tuesday, July 21st, as we record this podcast, is Milan related. Uh, why don't we get to the bomba that uh, that just dropped straight away? Um, Pioli's staying. Pioli's gonna stay. Uh, everything that we've Pioli been, in. everything we've been assuming as fact that we've been accepting as fact for the past couple months is now just unraveled before our eyes. Yeah. Um, Stronzo of the week for me goes to Ralph Ragnick, who basically tried to cuck Maldini and tried to cuck Pioli, tried to cuck the entire Milan uh, technical staff, he tried to take over everything, and psyche, he he just got he just got. He got blocked. He got, he got, he got, I guess, I guess, uh, he got cock blocked before even getting into the role. And, You're slow uh, today, buddy. And he's, uh, that's it. He's, he's, he's cucked out of the coaching role. He's cucked out of the director, out of the directorial role. And he's, he's out of Milan altogether after months of speculation that it was only a matter of time before he was taking over. Not, not, not even, out. not even speculation. Not we were even seeing speculation. his transfer targets. We were seeing Bro. everyone. Bro. It. It's I'm all giving off. my thrones of the week. I'm giving my thrones of the week. To the no longer credible Gianluca Di Marzio for four days ago saying that Milan's lawyers were in the midst of negotiating a termination clause for Ralph Ragnick and that there was no problems and those and bro I, I don't I'm, I'm giving it to Di Marzio because he's obviously like a termination uh, clause for Ragnick yeah like uh, to, why would they uh, create a termination to co- to compensate RB Leipzig for getting him out of his contract ah, early okay okay he okay. was he was saying Di Marzio was saying like four days ago like oh there's pro there's like there needs to be a fee but no worries like Fabrizio Romano for the win man Fabrizio Romano or nothing if it's not here well, we go Super Mario I don't, I don't mean to I don't mean to slander Fabrizio Romano either but a couple of weeks ago if not maybe a month ago he essentially confirmed that this was done too to be so fair, I this is very know. random out of the blue. So like, I, I, I don't, don't know. know. What I don't know is, like, did the media just get everything wrong? Like, did the media just run with a narrative that was, like, absolutely wrong? And I, I, I struggle to say that because we know how, how, uh, how reliable Romano is. Di Marzo has, has been losing a bit of credibility over the last, I believe, like, year. If you want to go back and take a look at some of the things he said. But, like... I don't know. I, 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 I don't know where this came from. If uh, uh, this completely false narrative was being built the whole time. And I have like, I literally, before we started this, just Googled uh, Ralph Ragnick hit news on the Google, on the hit news on the Google tab, whatever, you know, mm-hmm. to see like the articles that were written about him, you know, uh, all within like the last week, you know, like AC Milan reportedly agrees summer transfer budget with Ralph Ragnick uh, reported by Vito Angela, who's like another reliable guy. Like especially for Milan news, uh, Ralph Ragnick wants Milan to bring like FC Cologne's, Cologne's sporting director, like reported by I think like Nicolo Shira, like another reliable source. I thought Ralph then, like, was supposed to be the technical director. Excuse me, the he's, sporting. He's director. nothing now. He's nothing now. That's that's all that matters, you know. Like about all these transfer targets that he's been active in the transfer market and this and that, and it's like 
this has to be the fakest this news the most- of all time and all the media is getting exposed or like like nah. something happened within this the is last, a u-turn like- this is a u-turn this is a u-turn i don't know I and this know. is the most milan thing ever where i don't know where where a coach does is reasonably really, well for a not, short stretch of time really? yeah it is where a coach does reasonably well for a certain stretch of time and then boom they just they they they, they come they commit to him um I would dis- I would disagree with you. I would I would say that the more they did it with Gattuso. That's a, that's such a backwards narrative because what I've been hearing from you in the last few weeks is all the typical Milan thing. You know, it's going okay, and now they're gonna shut it all down and get a new coach and a new sport. So it goes both ways. You can't argue it one way one day and the other way the other day. You can't. The mi- no, the most oh. quote unquote Milan thing would be to just continually have an overhaul of people in the technical staff. Okay, managers, which 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 this which this fit the narrative of. Then I would fur- furthermore I would say that another typical Milan thing of the past couple of years is when a coach does reasonably well to have I don't know to 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 offer him a contract maybe a little bit longer than you would probably need based on a smallish sample size of games only for it to go to shit so for this like to ultimately become for the for the for the for the ultimate Milan prophecy to kind of become fulfilled here to 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 to, to be fulfilled. Uh, Pioli would have to basically fall off a cliff next season and get sacked by Christmas. You know what I mean? That that's that's what this kind of has all the writings of. However, you know what? It's you know, gonna end no at su- some point. Yeah, it's gonna it, fucking end at some I, I get, point. I guess, Just because it's, it's going been happening well. for ten so, years doesn't mean it's gonna happen in the eleventh no, year. Doesn't mean it's no. gonna happen in the twelfth year. Doesn't mean it's gonna happen in the thirteenth year. You know, like uh, arguably, I was just thinking this to myself. Like, you know, I, I like. I probably started serious, like, I remember the, the Champions League, uh, you know, in the late, uh, you know, 2000s uh, against Liverpool. Like, like, I remember those as a younger child, but when I, when I really started watching was probably Milan's first, like, when I started understanding what I was watching was probably Milan's first title win back in early, like, 2010, 2011. 2010, yeah. You yeah. know? You were, you, were, and, you were 13. We were 13. And, yeah, like... Since then, I this like again, what a crazy you know COVID world after the restart, blah blah blah, whatever. But like, I I I don't I haven't seen Milan play this well in like probably ten years, and it's like it, like it, it's it's hard. Like it, the easiest low hanging fruit, and I know it's biased of me to say this, obviously, but like the easiest low hanging fruit is oh, well, you know, it's the wrong decision because it's been the same thing the last 10 years, the wrong decision. It's got to end at some point. Is this going to be it? I don't know. But like to, to just jump and say, oh, you know, classic this, like I, I vehemently disagree with that. I guess like, I find that's low hanging fruit and like a not a, a well. I, I think, I think, I think the ultimate, okay. I, I respect your rebuttal. I think ultimately what it comes down to is, I think ultimately what it comes down to is the fact that there's a ton of speculation about turnover and it being a bit chaotic. I think that's probably the most like typical Milan thing that we've seen in recent years. Be it that some, be it that people are getting contracts or people are getting laid off. This is the complete this is the complete opposite, right? Because Well, it's a circus. The news is a circus now, though. The news is a circus and that and that news respect, is a circus. Fine. You know, there's the always some kind circus. of overall. Look, that, that that's the media's creation, right? So I suppose. Look, I, anyway. I, I, I think so. So here, here's the. I'm thing. happy for I'm happy for Pio. We've ex, I've we've spoken about it already in prior weeks. Like I've expressed that like ideally because I thought like it seemed all but but certain that Ragnik was going to come. That hopefully there could be some like hybrid approach 
to how it could be do uh, like how things could could go forward. I guess not. But Maybe honestly, he now wasn't that, willing to relinquish look, control. Just, he probably was not willing at, to relinquish control. Can, can we just like look at like I'm not that Maldini is behind all the transfer moves that have happened, but like if you just look at what's like transpired from you know fall or like whatever summer 2019 to now in terms of some of the transfers that have been made and 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 whatnot, like. Like, this is all without fucking Ralph Ragnick. And, like, it seems to be, like, obviously a turnaround can't happen within one year, but, like, it could be a step or two in the right direction. And, and like, uh, like was I excited for, like, you know, a revolution or whatever? Yeah, but when you think about it, like, I think Maldini's done, like, an incredible job. I'm assuming that he obviously has some say in the transfer market there. Now this looks like this is going to mean that he's probably not going to leave, uh, you know, so... I don't know. This is I would I would completely disagree and say this is completely against the the Milan narrative. The Milan narrative would have been shut it all down and restart again. And it's clearly, whoever made this decision, whether it was the ownership or or, or Gazidis or whatever, acknowledged that like I don't know. Like this 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 isn't a fluke. What's happening right now? It's just not. Like is, is it sustainable? Obviously not. But is it a fluke? I don't think so. So it's good for Pioli. He got he got a contract for I think two years. He's being extended, mm-hmm. so it's not too long. So good for good for him. Honestly, I'm, I'm happy for him. So, couple couple of quick points here, uh, or, or one quick point rather. A couple of different teams. Um, I think I think it's kind of interesting how since restart, since restart, there have been so many, there have been so many games, right? Yeah, realistically, it's only been going on for a month. Games like have been going week. on, like three been going on for one month. It's exactly a month. It was like it was like the twentieth of June. Um, so in four or five weeks, we have had the equivalent of like a third of a two and a half. We'd have, we've had the equivalent of like two and a half months take place. Yeah, worth, like a, a, worth almost a third of almost a third of a season. Right, right. So how often do we see a team get hot for a month? Right, which is normally like four games, five games, maybe three, four, five games. How often do we see teams go through a purple patch for a month or through a shit patch for a month? Pretty often. I, I know, um, I know where you're, so, I know what you're going with. I know, so, you're, I know what so, you're getting. But, but, but it, I'm, I'm not just talking. About, I'm not just talking about Milan here. I'm talking about Lazio doing really shit for a I month know. and Atalanta doing really well for a month. Do you think maybe the purple patches that some teams have been going through, or the rough patches like the one, you know, like like a like the rough patch that Lazio have been going through? Do you think it's maybe just like a rough month, or is it like? Something that you could probably this- apply to two and a half months worth of poor form because you you got to think that if Lazio were but no but like you got you got to think that you got to think that Lazio had they been playing you know the number of games that they that they that they have been playing since the month of June over two and a half months they probably wouldn't have gone as long without a win they haven't won in the entire month of July we don't know that we don't know right I, I understand no we don't no we don't we don't but. Yeah, but 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 basically, basically, like they haven't. We won saw a game we saw Cagliari go how many unbeaten at the beginning of the season, only to go like how many winless the rest. You know what I mean? I know Lazio is not. I know they're not comparables, but like I, I, I get what you're saying. There's no answer. It's a good question. It's a good thing to to like think about like philosophically, but like there's no answer to that. And no, I know but, what you're. But but, like, but ultimately, if, look, I, I don't. No, but like, I know what you're gonna say. You're gonna apply that logic to Milan, like, oh, it's only a month of play. Well, or I'm just saying. I'm saying, is it? You know, how do you? But look I think at it's it? more because than that. I think it's more than that. I think it's more than that because, like, you, like, it just, it just coming from someone who, who's watched the team that's like literally have had like zero identity. Like, you know, when you watch certain teams play, like, you know, like their style of player, 
whether like it's like you know a coach brings it or the team just has it like whether it's like Barcelona with Tiki Taka for years or whatever like like Milan finally is is showing like an identity it's like the high press the like youthful exuberance it's not really I guess a, an identity in terms of style of play but it's like the personnel and like you know like just like pressing like relentless pressing like uh like vertical play like there's clearly uh, there's clearly an identity. So yes, like obviously it's possible that like that they're in great form right now. And, and I understand the implications you're trying to take from that, but that's not like, I, I don't think the result that we should take away from what's happening is like, Oh, it's just, it's just form. Like if you, I, it's easier for me to say because I've watched them day in, day out for years, but like you could see it. Like you could see that they're like, it, it doesn't look like it's all over the place. Like it looked like with Gattuso was just lateral pass. You know what I mean? Like it's stuff like that, that there's more to take away from it, in my opinion. Okay. Interesting. Well, well, well look, um, I, I, I think, I think ultimately it'll remain to be seen over a larger sample size. I hate to say that it's a small sample size because realistically it's not. It's a lot of games, right? Since the month of January, Pioli's done very well. He's lost, I think, like two games. I think he's lost two games. And um, what do you value since more? January, the, the there, time, was the, there was the... Time passing or the amount of games? No, but I'm asking, like, what do you value more? Time passing or the amount of games that are played? Like, I, I would probably... It's easy more. to be confident over a short period of time, though. It's just that they're stacking games in a short period of time. Just as when Lazio started off with a bit of a blip, I think already that put their title hopes or their title challenge in on on the fritz, you know, what kind of put them in the shit and maybe that kind of allowed them to downward spiral. Um, And the fact that games were coming at them hot every couple of days, you know, maybe it was too much for them to keep up with. The point is, like, if you look at Atalanta, they've had a tremendous 2020. They, they, I think mm-hmm. they've gone 15 well, games. Well, they've had a tremendous year, man. Yeah, well, I just did the math. They've gone 15 games in Serie A unbeaten. 17 if you include the Champions League uh, tie against Valencia. But 15 in Serie A unbeaten. So, very impressive. Very impressive. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, and, and they have not lost since restart, nor have Milan. Meanwhile, Lazio have lost five games since restart. But again, what do you look at? Do you look at the fact that they've just had a rough month? And maybe the fact that games have been coming at them faster has led to whatever result is kind of, you know, I guess well, anyone that whatever would get, positive results yeah. are happening, you know, propel them to further to further success, or has, does it allow you know failure to kind of anyone who add could on claim to give a definitive answer is just lying, you know, like you're just you're just uh, you're just a clown, like like no one knows, man. Like it, what's happening now, like just in the world in general, is, is you know, like very likely never gonna happen again. So like who knows, man? Like it, I, I just laugh at the fact that I saw it coming across Twitter the other day. Um, uh, Lotito, the quote that he had, like oh, right yeah. before the restart was gonna happen, where he was like, you know, season's over anyways. Just have Juve and and Lazio play for the title, and it's of all course good. he would say that. Of course he would say that. That's <laughs> now, why he wanted. Now, now look good there. Yeah, now 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 they're 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 squeaking into the last championship in the last Champions League spot. We're still get because they have ten points up on Milan. There's a very big gap yeah. between the top four yeah, and, the, yeah, yeah. and everyone else, but but. Definitely not what they definitely not what they were hoping to get out of out of the season, and I think, you know, you'd you'd have been you'd have been nuts to even imply that they that that, that they that they had this level of collapse because oh totally they they weren't losing games they were just it was there, there was some there was something there was something going on there I think it might have been just momentum right you know uh, and their flow got broken so for better or for worse you know. Corona, Corona had different effects on different teams, obviously. 
But I mean, Atalanta have been able to keep up their fucking form. Look at them now. Oh, exactly. So, exactly. so, but, but again, like the thing with Gasparini is he allows them to go out and play without pressure. Kind of like, almost, almost a bit, almost a bit reminiscent of like when Claudio. Yeah, now, now, now you're trying to, now you're trying to sound big J over here. No, yeah. no, I'm, it's I'm, just, I'm losing, I'm losing, I'm losing touch. It's reminiscent of when Ranieri, remember at Leicester a couple of years ago when they were going for the title and he was saying, just calm down, calm down, calm down. And I know Inzaghi was saying that externally, but I feel like there was so much pressure building on. I don't know. Chasing, chasing, chasing. Atlanta has Leicester expectations now. No, like I would say, like after like the the first third of the season, like like you expected Atlanta to win games. Like you don't like it's not you know like well what a wonderful story. In my opinion, it's not oh what a wonderful story. They're in second now. Like no, like that was done and dusted with when we're halfway through the year and they're fucking still doing what they're doing and they're in the Champions League and they have a chance of beating PSG. You know, like. I still I think there's expectations on them now for sure to an extent but I th- but I think the fact that they were never up there with Juve kind of let let them kind of be a little more hands off and who, who well, was Lazio was Lazio was. was and 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 they crumbled under it whereas Leicester a couple But were years they really ago, for example, were they really were, Yes they were they were up they were up on Juve on the last Lazio game before still, Corona yeah, but we're still but we're Okay, I think yeah, I think we're we're talking, but like I don't I don't agree with the pressure thing because like bro Lazio the the whole story the rest of like the whole season was still like oh what a wonderful story Lazio is there you know it was it's almost like patron it's almost patronizing where it's like oh like it's you know it's amazing they're they're up there like they could have they have a chance of dethroning you it was never like you know like they had all the pressure in the world to to anyway. Let's talk about uh, let's talk about Juve real briefly. They beat Lazio actually yesterday as we're recording this pod. Two goals yep. from Ronaldo, um, tied with Ronaldo. thirty goals. Yeah, tied with thirty goals. He scored a tap in as well. Hey, put some respect on his name. I saw I saw Dybal- tap out on Twitter and like I, I was like, okay, this is, this is too much. Like, Ronaldo at least rolls off the top. He, he, he hit the he hit, he hit the cross he hit the crossbar with a head or two. If he had scored that goal, people would have, people have started calling him Ronaldo. Head Ronaldo. Head, head, head it's a, it's a hot trick, but no, uh, he scored a penalty at top in the header. Right? He, he doesn't cut in on his right foot and score bangers anymore. It's no, 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 no good. It doesn't count. To be fair, Dybala has been doing a lot of the heavy lifting, man. He's been so fucking impressive since, uh, since we started. On the strings. But yeah, uh, but Immobile scored a pen to make it 2-1, which was the final score in that game. So they're currently tied on 30 goals each. I think Ronaldo's probably going to run away with it because he's so hot right now. Um, going into the last couple of days of the year, I think yeah, he's hot on scoring. He's hot on scoring penalties. That's for sure. Like, he's scoring. That, that, I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not joking about that. Like, like I, I, every, every, like, I, I would like to look actually. Like his last seven to eight goals, how many were penalties? I'd probably say five, maybe. Probably around um, five. No more than five. Yeah, so, I don't know. I think I, I think forty-one. I, I believe <laughs> I saw look the it stat. Up, look it up. Forty-one. Forty-one percent of his thirty goals have come off penalties this year, which is nuts. You still have to convert them. You know, I know, I know, he, I know. He, he he doesn't miss them unless just unless say, um, just say except, unless it's except, for, except for that one against the one that, yeah that, there there we go I was waiting for that, um, but uh, but yeah so yesterday the win put them eight points up on second place Atalanta beat Bologna today to go uh, to go five points back of Juve but they have a game in hand so Juve get a result against Udinese I believe it's still six I believe it's still I believe it's still six is it six I could be wrong mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, let me conf- let me confirm. I believe it's still uh, six. You're you you no. Over. You're right. You're right. Six points up. It's okay, over. so it's over. Mathematically, no, but but it's but over. It's it's looking it's looking pretty good for 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 Juve, who who slipped up, man. Who who went three games winless, a uh, couple of draws against Sassuolo and Atalanta. Um, always love when I'm watching a Juve game, and and 
I, I got to say, if I'm not watching a game, I'll always know that something crazy is going on. If, it, if the opposing team is, is, is looking at damaging Juve, if they're looking at tying up, uh, tying up later, if they're looking at, you know, if they're, if, they're, if they're threatening, if they're scoring a late winner, I know that I'm always good for a text from Nick Gianaletti saying, insert team's name in capital letters with a, with a, no, with a last no, letter just no, fucking extended no, times 12. For no. example, the other day I just got a message, Sassuolo! Yeah, because, because I, yeah, there was context to that, you clown, because we were talking about it like the day before. Bro, it, it looked like Juve blew another 2 nothing lead. And my wild, my wild hot take of Sassuolo beating Juve it looked like it was bound to happen. But, uh, man, that was, that was wild. That was absolutely wild. Sassuolo is Sassuolo is like watching uh, a junkyard Atalanta. Like, like it's wow. the same. It's wow. the same style. It's the That's... same. It's the same style, man. Like the Zerbi has them playing. Like, like it's a, just attractive shit, man. You got it. You... I, I like a lot. You got you got to help me out here, bro. Tomorrow, uh, t- we we got invited onto a fellow fellow. Um fellow Italian football podcast with an eerily similar name to us called the Calcio Guys, who are also local and from the same area as us. The similarities between us are, are uh, at surface level, at least, are, are, are incredible. You got to calm me down here because I'm going to go on their pod and fucking rant tomorrow because they won't shut up about the fact that they think that Francesco Caputo should uh, get into the Azzurri squad. He's going to be yeah. 33 in a month. Um, <laughs> no, that's a no from me. Ciccio, Ciccio, Ciccio Caputo. To be fair... Forza Bari. Um, he was at Bari for a long time. He's from Puglia. Loves love Southern talent, but the guy, the guy's scoring a fuck ton, a fuck ton, bro. He's on like almost twenty goals. Yeah, nineteen, and like he's he's like he's solid, man. Like he's 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 very like he's good with the ball. Like he's pretty technical. Like he's actually good at like he's good at hold up play too. But like, you bro, wonder he's 30, how he's thirty two years old. Like like yeah, like I get it. And you know, you wonder Carl, how he slips through the cracks. That, no, but. You know, just a parallel, right? Uh, Qualiarella having that season that he did. You know, clearly it was a like he, you know, if Father Time's fucking undefeated. Like I know he's a little bit older than him. He was like thirty six, probably when it happened. But like, you're not calling up a thirty three year old guy now. The like, thing uh, is, a la, a la, the who's that guy? The English guy, man, who became hot. At, like, Ricky two, Lambert. Ricky Lambert. Yeah, exactly. You know, like get called up for one yeah. two games. A beautiful yeah, but, story. But you know, we're, we're in the nice same traffic. boat as England, though, man. We've been, we're looking for a number nine that fucking scores goals. You know, and that's what that's what England were doing, kind of pre Harry Kane. But like, the, the thing is, Quagliarella had a whole career in Serie A at Udinese, Juventus, Napoli. Uh, he, he was a proven goal scorer and had played for Italy before when people were kind of calling for him to get called up again as Capo Canoniere last year. I think that's different. Toto Di Natale also was getting called up into his mid-30s. And he was scoring for, for fun, but he was always playing in Serie A. For Udinese, he had a very long career. He got into Serie A a little bit later, I think, kind of into his mid-20s, if I'm not mistaken. I know, I know he was at Empoli for a while, but the point is... He, he had more experience and got into got into the Azuri setup a little bit younger, you know. So they were just calling up an old dog at that point. Giving Caputo his first call up would be fucking nuts. Like, like what? I don't know. Do you go based on there, or do you go based on who has long term potential? Like, realistically, he's not going to be in the fucking. I think I, I I think based on where we're at now, you go long term potential. That's what I think. I think it's pretty. I think it's obvious, but. 
Um, what do I know? What do I know? It's not like Immobile scores with the with the national team shirt on. So that's the fucking problem is we have nobody that can score for the national team right now in the number nine shirt. Balotelli was the only guy that was doing it, and then he became. Me. Then he was doing stupid stuff. In, Career ended at twenty three. In in in. At, at club level, he was he was doing a lot of stupid shit, right? That's that's why he stopped getting called up, which is a real shame because I, I, I don't know he 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 played the game he played the game so much differently than like an Andrea Belotti or than a than a Chiro Immobile. He had that little bit of like elite. I I don't fuck. We we, we do this once a month. We always lament about Balotelli once a month. Star power. I get he had the star power, man. It. He had it. I don't know what is it. He just had it. If we knew, we would be geniuses. Um, hero of the week for you. Sorry, I was just, I'm go, you go first because I wanted to look at how many of Caputo's goals were penalties just to hammer down the point over here. He, he's got quite a few as well, I think, but you, you know, while you're at it, no, while you're no, at only it, only two, only two, sorry, only two, what? only two out of the 19, which is pretty wild. Needless, regardless, uh, good, good story for him, but, uh, to no, be fair, I, I saw he took a penalty. I saw he took a penalty today, scored a goal and I just assumed. Yeah, exactly. Ah, that was bro, okay. He's probably always scoring fucking penalties, bro. Bah, bah, bah. Who, who takes penalties for them? Then I guess it's probably more like Berardi's uh, territory. Would have I would to be. Think so. I would, think I, would so, think, I don't know. We don't have people on the pod no more to, uh, to fact check us. So I don't fucking know. Um, <clears throat> my hero of the week is going to be Atalanta. Just for the fact that they haven't lost in 15 games and the fact that they haven't lost since restart. And the fact that they're, again, on paper in second place, yes, they have a game in hand over everyone else right now. They're playing, they're playing their games slightly moved up by a couple of days ahead of everyone else, um, which makes the table look a little more interesting on paper. But realistically, probably not a huge challenge to U.S. title right now because a lot would have to happen in order for them to get into the uh, first position. I really don't think that's going to happen. Um, Nick's, Nick's got a semi, semi-erection right now just on the fact that he thinks I may have just jinxed you a bit, but... Atalanta look fucking incredible, bro. I, I really won't say anything. Give, I really think I really think they can give PSG a hard time, um, kind of still in midseason form. Or, uh, ba- or back Milan, in, Milan Atalanta back in is going to be an exciting game too. That's for sure. Yes, two, two hot teams going at it. I'll give it. Yeah, I'll, I'll give it to Atalanta. Also, because more specifically, today they achieved their record points ever in Serie A at seventy four. Uh, it's the most points they've ever achieved. So, so yeah, um, looking all but I think mathematically they are into Europe now. Uh, Milan cannot catch them. They are 15 points back no, of them. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Atalanta are in the Champions League next year. Congratulations, Auguri. That's uh, two years in a row and three out of four years in Europe, I think, or maybe three three years in a row in Europe. They might have been in the Europa League. The, 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 Great for the club. The year before. Yeah, terrific. Great to see. And also, that city went through a lot of shit. They ate a lot of shit this year with, with everything going on with COVID. They were the hardest affected uh, or the, the, the most heavily affected, the hardest hit in Region, uh, the entire yeah. country. The entire country. Probably in all, of Europe, in all of Europe for 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 a couple of weeks anyway. So, yeah, great for that city. Heroes to them. Feels like we're uh, shouting them out every week, but uh, I don't see any reason why we should stop. Beautiful. To my, uh, my heroes of the week is going to Sinisa Mihalovic and Giampiero Gasperini for giving us a real-life football manager moment. So this is the way that the, the, the article describes the, the city. Well, this is what I saw. Like, they got into a shouting match. I, I, don't, know, I don't know what the hell went on, really, where they were, like, like pointing at each other and, and, uh, and shit like that. They were, like, exchanging insults. I don't know what was going on. Uh, Gasparini got sent off, I believe, too. Uh, but, like, it's literally an article copy-pasted from those of you who play football manager. It's or our- you say 
where you chat right. shit about that where you chat shit about the uh about the opposing manager you this know? is our this is our one football manager reference of the pod our token reference now and like it just like hilarious like saying stuff like uh you know if, if he has a problem with me i'll talk to him you know i won't stand by for someone pointing and shouting at me and my team just like just like this is the entertainment that 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 i love this is the 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 like is and mihailovic is you know god bless him like he's like a pretty fucking hot-headed guy too so just love just love uh love seeing uh Love seeing shit like that, and uh, for me, they're my heroes for for giving me that that TMZ aspect of uh, sports. Sometimes that uh, that's so fucking awesome. <laughs> do you do you um do you have the exact quotes from today? Because I'm a, so I if you do, I want you to pull them up, and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna re- I'm gonna respond or retort with actual football manager quotes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the lack of respect towards me, and it's said Mihailovic. Yeah, that's a lack of respect towards me, referencing the pointing of the finger, and it's not right. He mustn't dare insult my bench, otherwise I get angry, and that leads to trouble. Don't point at my bench. If he pointed that finger at me, he might not have got it back. <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> he's gonna rip it fucking right off. That's so that so 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 the quote equivalent of the football manager would be like. He's he's um he's he's been he's been talking a lot in the media, and I think he's uh, I think he's really struggling to handle the pressure. I think it got to him a little bit today, and then the other manager gets uh, gets approached by a journalist, has the quote presented to him, and the guy just says in response, "I don't I couldn't care less what he says. I yeah, don't have time for him anyway. Yeah, I don't have, I don't I don't have time for him anyway. Or like or like when managers act really petty in football manager, and you could just." You could just say about like Pep Guardiola, yeah, he's the last guy I'd ever sell to, or I don't have time for him. He's the last guy I should ever, uh, I should ever sell a player to. He should look elsewhere. And I wasn't aware of this. Apparently, like this instance was uh, like a continued. Uh, the, the article calls an ugly row with. Get out of here! Yeah, I didn't know that at all. I didn't know that him and Gasparini had had bad blood. I don't know if uh, any listeners can enlighten us on on when this may have happened, but I I, I didn't know that at all. Um, also, uh, humble brag as we're on the football manager topic hero of the week to me, I got, uh, I got Sassuolo into the champions league Finally, Opa. on 78 points, the most in club history. I think the best More points in Atalanta in real best, life. Yeah. The best, uh, ever finished for Sassuolo, I, I believe was sixth finished third. So we're, uh, we're living large, my friend, we're living large. I have an exact quote here. Uh, Nick Gianelletti texted me a few days ago. Bro, if I don't make the Champions League, I'm actually quitting. He shows me the table there. There are a couple points up on... Uh, put my balls on, on the uh, table. On uh, fifth place. I go, bro, that's pretty tight. A lot could happen there. Don't beat yourself up over it. He goes, I just lost to Lazio last night. I was, <laughs> I was staring at my ceiling, picturing the downfall after it happened. I go, what year is this, bro? He goes, it's 2024, May 2024. He's entering the 2024-2025 season. Finally made it. Ming. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. You're so you're you're really emotionally invested in this now. If you've, oh, done, four, if you've done four or five virtual years, um, 100%. Sh- shout out to Crotone by the way. Ali van de Peppel texted me the other day and said, "Yo, just so you know, I I, I checked in on Crotone." Um, so obviously, when when we don't talk about Crotone, they do really well, and then when we bring them up, they uh, they fall off the they fall off the the map, they fall off a cliff. So, um, you know, hopefully we didn't just we didn't just 
I guess curtail their entire their entire promotion campaign. I was well doing. Oh, they're in second place. I was gonna say they're currently in second place in Serie B. Um, up holy shit, a significant number of points on Spezia. Um, they're on sixty-two yeah, points. Six Spezia points. are on fifty-six. So the title, it's fair to say, is way out of reach. Um, when we when we were like Pippo and Zaghi's got and, that wrapped up. But when we were last like uh, invested in them more or less emotionally, like what place were they in? Do you remember? Like I, I feel like it was like in six. They were they were, just on they the were edge up. Of they were up. Territory. They were up. We started talking about them. They fell down, and we said, you know what? You know what? We're gonna let it be for a little while. That turned into like four months, five months, I guess, because <laughs> because of the break. Um, but yeah, no idea what's going on with Maxi Lopez. No idea at all. That's what I was trying but, to do. So they played They played Salernitana the other day. Maxi Lopez. On the bench, on the bench, he's there. Okay, progress, there. progress. Okay. okay, at least he's um, he's 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 healthy. He's he's available. He's available for selection. So great to see. Um, it'll be fun to see them back up in Serie A. So I have uh, uh, so if you uh, out of curiosity, so he played zero minutes against Salernitana on the seventeenth. He played one minute against Pordenone. He played one minute against Cittadella. He played zero against Benevento. Three minutes against Ascoli. Played 19 minutes against Perugia. The only game out of the last 12 that allowed him to clock in a rating a on, on who scored dot com. <laughs> okay. So, uh, yeah. It's kind of like me. Started, like, he started yeah. two games this year. He scored one. So, pretty good conversion uh, goals to game ratio. It's, it's kind of like me and my game on Saturday. We were, uh, we were down 1-0 we to, to a much better team higher up in the table than us. We got a penalty late on. We scored it to tie it up 1-1. We were, just, we were happy to get out with a draw. Uh, I play as a defender normally. I got subbed on for the striker. We thought there were five minutes left. I got on. The other team had a free kick. We just defended the free kick, headed it out. Beep, beep, beep. Game over. We're allowed a limited number of subs in my league. So, yeah, the, he, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm clocking in Maxi Lopez numbers right now. I fucking feel for him. Bro, Nick, if you were there, you were there, bro, you would have died. I went, on for, I went on for 15 seconds. What a, I fucking wish I, I went. I went, on, I went on for 15 seconds. Ego killer, on. Huh? I Big sprint. Ego no, killer. bro. No, bro. 100%, 100%, 100% record, man. No goals conceded. Just sprinted on, sign of the cross, defended the one corner, helped head it out. Boom. Game over. The, 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 the level of deflation when you think, oh, my God, the counter's on. Oh, my God. Just game over. Yikes. Um, but, yeah. Uh, real quick, before we get to uh, our five side of the week, um, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll talk real quick about about the relegation battle here. Um, it's looking like Genoa and Lecce are pretty much the only two teams that could maybe go down. Brescia and Spal are dead in the water. Um, not mathematically, Brescia anyway. Let, 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 me, let, let, me, let me pull some quick math here. No, so, so are Spal officially relegated? I would think so. No, four games, 12 points. They are, yeah, Spal are, Spal are dumb. Spal are dead. They're dead in the water. Brescia could yet make it out, but they're nine points back on Genoa. So they're going to need some serious fucking miracle to get out of this alive. So it's between Lecce and Genoa right now. I just wanted to point out the fact that Genoa are a team that not a lot of people really think of as like a lower table team. But for the past couple of years, they've been fighting off. Mid-table. They've been, yeah, but they, they've been, I think they've had a couple of years where they're like very close to getting relegated. Very close. Um, I don't know. It'd be, it, it's they still like count, it, man. They still count. Four, four games left. Uh, what is it? Ca- four points? Ca- kind of like Kievo Verona, bro. Kievo Verona were always... Uh, just like too stubborn to go down, but they were never quite, they were never quite bad enough to go down. And then when and they did, yo, it was like really satisfying. To, shout out to uh, Sampdoria because when I, I we we have to look at the exact time of, of as when to uh, 
camp sounded like you. I can't even speak. So I, when, when Ranieri got hired, Cheers. whatever the date was, um, I think they were in the relegation. I believe they were in the relegation zone. I, be, I believe they were. Or if not, they were right there. And now they're sitting in, I think, 13th place. I will double check on that. But uh, like, You are correct. Right? They, they, there's enough. There's enough of a gap that they're that they're nowhere close. Like, they're, they're nowhere close to getting relegated. Like, nope. Safe being safe is what at 33 points right now. Genoa, they're at 41. Mm-hmm. Forget yeah, it. Exactly. Unreal job by uh, unreal job by uh, by uh, Ranieri. Worth pointing out that uh, Brescia is playing against Lecce tomorrow. So by the time this podcast drops, it'll probably be game day. So that'll be really big because if Brescia want any chance of moving on, they're going to want to beat Lecce. That's um, a wild. That's going to be a wild game. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that, that, that's going to be... Lapadula hat-trick. That's going no, that's gonna, that's gonna to be, be Frosinone Palermo vibes from a couple of years ago when in the last game... They're throwing uh, balls on the field and shit exactly, like that. Yeah, just, just, just basically... It yeah, doesn't matter if it's City B trying to get up to City A or the bottom of City A trying to stay in City A. Like when, when, when your place in a league is on the line, there's going to be some crazy shit going on. Dirty shit. Dirty shit happens. Yeah, and real quick, Genoa do not have a very easy run of games go, uh, going forward as they have to play against Sassuolo and Inter before the end of the season. Hellas Verona also aren't going to be an easy game because they've had a pretty decent season overall. But are you, I mean, you would think that Inter and Sassuolo won't be easy at all. Inter who are trying to... I mean, Inter, Inter are in to the Champions League spots at this point, and they're not going to win the title. Oh, what is this? Like, Conte, yeah, I don't know if, if what he was saying. Sorry to cut you off. I, no, it's, I just, no, it's fine. You pulled, a, you pulled a Sam on me. It's all good. No, what, what is this about him bitching that his team has less rest than anyone else? Like, I, I'm sorry. Like, who has rest now? Like, I don't, I don't know. I didn't look. I didn't look if maybe the teams that, that, that Inter This is such a fringe work. stat. This is such a fringe stat that you probably... You know what this is? This is a thought that he had while taking a shit. He had a, there's, there's only one explanation for coming up with something this specific. He was on the throne taking a dump, and he definitely thought about this. No, I, 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 thought no, I would just say he's so, he's so petty. He needed to find a reason as to why he, he bought... Inter's the one that had the fucking, uh, the fucking expectations... To, to dethrone Juve this year, right? Not Lazio. And, and but like, he's he the definitely one had this thought. He definitely had this thought while taking a dump. I guarantee you. He, because he, listen to this. putting he, on his wig. He was, he was, that was, come on, come on. Don't disrespect the guy. Come on. It's a fucking hair transplant, okay? It's fucking permanent. It's not a wig. Um, I don't know about that. Uh, look, he comes out this week and says, bah, we, have played a number more games against teams who have had a day's more of rest than the other teams we're competing with for the title, i.e. Atalanta, Lazio, and Juve. You know how specific a fucking stat that is that he has to come up with? I, is, listen, is, is it true? Apparently. But, but like, is that, some, is that something that, 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 that the schedule makers should have taken into account? Mm. Like, how many, ga- how many games no. against opposition... Will have more or less rest. It feels no, pretty random. It's, it's so random. I, I, it's so random. Like, like, it's it's. I don't know what the term would be. Like, everyone thinks that the league. I mean, unless you're Juventus, maybe everyone thinks that the league is out to get them, right? Whoever it is, doesn't matter who it is. It could even be you. You could probably come up with some bullshit as to why the league doesn't want Juve to win a Champions League by scheduling too many games or whatever. You can make some. Everyone thinks that the that the league is against them, which is just the dumbest fucking notion ever. You know, like like Antonio Conte 
is having the take that the clown at the bar has right now. Bro, they have more rest than us. Like, it's not fair. He's the coach like, coming out and saying this. Excuse I know, that's what never, I'm saying. Excuse making and complaining is never a good look. It's just never a good look. It doesn't endear you to anyone. So, so anyway, he's... A la Maurizio Sarri. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that, that's exactly it. A couple of years ago when people when he was saying that it was unfair that Napoli were playing games on the Sunday after Juve played their game. Like, you know, Juve could have very well lost their Saturday game and it would have, prevent, it would have presented itself as an advantage for Napoli going into the game. So Juve weren't losing a couple of years ago when they were neck and neck all the way till the end. So, yeah. Um, okay. I just, I just read the shout out to Nima and Sempre Inter. I just read the most lackluster uh, Antonio Conte uh, article head, headline ever. Um, Italian media claim Inter manager Conte would be annoyed if Inter don't win a trophy this year. Okay. Um, are they in a, are they in the running to win any trophy? No, I, no. I, I don't know, but I'm, I'm sure, uh, the I'm Europa sure League, the Europa League, the Europa League, Europa League. I think they're in the Europa League. I think they're in Europe. I think to be honest, I think they're in the Europa League, but I know so little about the Europa League and I'm so proud of the fact that we've been so great at neglecting it that I don't even know if I want to go there. We're just going to, we're just going to, we're going to talk about the Europa League when there's nothing else going on besides that Champions League tournament. And it's going to be like the semifinals and like two Italian teams are going to be in it. We don't even know what teams are in the tournament right now. Um, quick shot before we get to... He's, uh, he's, going, to, be anno- he's, he's going to be annoyed. He's quick going to be annoyed. Quick shot before we get to our uh, five side of the week. Como are in for Balotelli. Como are currently in City at Chi. Um, I don't know why this is news. Yikes. I don't know why Yikes. this is news. I, I would assume that if this is news, it's because they're the only team that's currently in for him. It only seems like a matter of time before he goes abroad. Like, like, like way overseas, like Brazil, America, China. I really don't know what the, I, I mean, I really don't know where we go from here. It's funny. We were talking about how he has the, it, how, how he has the it factor, how he has star power. And I, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I don't if think if he, I were I him, like I would, I, if I were him, like I would not take this contract because I would be scared to get exposed that I can't even do anything in, in the third tier of, of but football. Be ridiculous. Like he, he no, but I know, but I, I'm being honest. Like, like imagine he goes and like, it just like, he's just not good. Like, I don't know. Like he just like, he acts like a bitch. Like he doesn't like, you know what I mean? Like, like if the problem is that he'll score. He he will score. He will to- score. <laughs> the problem is he's still gonna he's he's gonna get his contract terminated there too. No matter where exactly. he goes. Exactly. That's know? what I mean. That's what I mean. There's like, gonna be something else that happens. So, yeah. you know, playing for playing for a cellar dweller team, he scored five goals in twenty games. You know, okay. 25 percent goal return ratio as a forward. Not great. You know. Also for a terrible team, you know, had he been scoring a little more, would that have helped them? Yeah, maybe. But you know, a lot of the margins of the margins of victory that teams were winning them against, were the, excuse me, the teams were winning against them was so large that I don't even know that it would have made a huge difference. But just overall, I don't know where he goes next. I, I feel like we're, we're we're gonna have to keep talking about him forever. I think I think we actually right. failed to mention. I feel like, I think we actually failed to mention. I remember it was probably within the month. Mancini. I don't know why he got interviewed. I don't, for God knows what. But I believe he did have like another comment on Balotelli, like like a very like sad and like somber comment where he's like, yeah, he's literally like pissing his talent down the drain. Like, Who's and we, this? Know, we know the uh, Mancini, Roberto Mancini. I believe it was like within the last month. Like he he was quoted in some in some uh, interviewer, I don't know what, saying talking about Balotelli again, and we know their relationship, right? Like, well, he loves uh, him, but but you know, it was it was. It was always difficult for him to call him up to the national team when he wasn't playing 
you know, as a star for his club, um, which is too bad because, again, he's always had that potential. And Mancini would have been the guy to help him, right? Because he saw him as a boy come through at Inter and at Man City. You know, he tried to help him kind of, you know, turn it, turn into it, turn into a consummate professional to no avail. And I think that really hurt him. I think he really had an affinity for him because they, yeah, they, they, would, they would have a big back and they would often have back and forths and they, they'd argue all the time. But I think that was kind of like almost like a father and son would, you know, where it was never that poisonous. It was more like disciplinary, like here, stay in line, son type of thing. Um, you have the quote there. Yeah, he was on, uh, I, I don't know what show. Apparently he was on Italian television and he said he was quoted saying like, I've told him a thousand times he's wasting his uh, huge amount of talent. I've, I've loved him very much since he was a boy. He's done extraordinary things. Uh, I hope that one day he will wake up and change. Look, like th- this just sounds like it, it, it sounds like the, uh, the ex-boyfriend who can't get over the crazy ex-girlfriend and trying to justify any way that maybe someday she'll change. Like uh, at this point, uh, wake up and smell the roses. Um, yeah. That, that, that's another one of your favorite analogies up there with up there with the Cassano Focaccia story. One of your favorite analogies is the crazy ex-boyfriend or the sad ex-boyfriend. It works. The, it works. It fucking it, works. Especially in football where emotion is such a, is such a, a key component of, uh, of fandom. Um, our yeah, five, five aside, bro, five aside, our five aside of the week is, uh, the five aside of drunk foods. Very best, random, uh, but let's do it. Best, uh, best drunk meals. Um, I'll let you go first at the risk really? of, at the, at the risk of having a couple, uh, a couple I'm of really good ones taken. You out of the, the top one right now. Pizza. Pizza is number one for me. Pizza has to be number one for me. And it has to be sloppy pizza. It needs to be fucking thick. It needs to be oily. It doesn't need to be like good pizza. Like it just needs to have enough like fucking cheese, enough, enough, every, enough gluttony as pizza. You know, the, the water, you know, you get a little bit of water in you when you get home and then a huge slice of pizza. That's it. All right, Frankie. You don't want, yeah, you, you don't want, you don't want, you don't want, you don't want to, you don't, you don't want, want the Napolitan style pizza at 3.30 a.m. That you cut with a knife. No, just, you, you, you want to, you want to, you want a giant slice of something that's a little, a little flop. Frankie, look at, look at a little New York flop there. Yeah. One bite, one bite. Everyone knows the rules. All right. All right. Needs to, needs to bang, out, bang, bang average, six, eight. That's, uh, that's all you need. Okay. Pizza. That's not a bad one. Player, player equivalent. Putting you on the spot. Me, uh, who's a he- uh, who's um, fuck, who's like a who's a big fucking big man? Who's just like a big man with 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 not greasy hips? Not I don't know. Who's a big fucking man who Iguain. packs heat? Iguain. Yeah, there you go. Iguain's pizza. Iguain, Iguain. He eats no, a lot of it. Too. No, 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 no. But but no, but greasy pizza. Greasy pizza specifically. <laughs> um, that's 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 the point. Uh, okay. Starting on goal for me, uh, aglio olio, aglio olio. What? Drunk yeah. Food? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. In in Abruzzo, where my mom's family hails from, whenever we party late into the evening, what we do is we go to my aunt's house and she whips up aglio olio. She whips up yeah, pasta I, I, at like two I, in the morning. I, two in the morning. Yeah. It's it's you know so 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 everyone's had a big ass meal. Everyone's like dancing around. You know you got an accordion player playing. You're you know you're 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 drinking. The last bite of food. You've already had dessert. Okay. Maybe 10, 11 o'clock at night. It's two, three in the morning. Several hours have passed. You're a little peckish again. What do you do? Throw a little pasta in the pot. Aglioli. Oh, I, I agree. I, I would crush it, but I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I would call that a drunk food. It's because you're, we're going to, we're going to get, we're going to get, we're going to get greasier. We're going to get a little okay, bit, okay, a okay. little bit, a little bit lower the gam here. I'm okay. just giving you, I'm just giving you one that I, 
one that I like, one that one that one All that right. I experience, one that I've experienced, and one that I can confirm is an excellent option. Okay. Uh, player equivalent. Um, player okay. equivalent. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, grainy, simple. Fuck. Simple. No, I'm, I worked out. I worked the sound. These player equivalents last simple, second. Fucking simple, axed. plain. No, we, no, no, no. We 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 we've got to come up with one here. Oh, sir. Get, gets gets the job done. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Yeah, this is great. Gi- this is great content. I'll give it. To, I'll give it to Jorginho. Very simple. Very simple. Nothing too plain. Uh, gets the job done. Does all the good. Does all the little things right. Not too much flair about him. But at the end of the day, satisfying. You're happy. You're never mad at it. Uh, you need. You oh, need. Unless, a, you're, unless you're a Chelsea fan. Look, uh, I'm. I'm not giving you. Not, a not Napoli. Napoli era Jorginho. Fine, fair. Got uh, the job. Got the job done. Let it tick. Just like just one. like pasta. Just like pasta makes your diet go around. All right, we we forced our one player equivalent each year. Uh, second one for me is Chinese food, Americanized Chinese food. General Tao, uh, fucking fr- fried anything, fried beef, crispy beef, fucking uh, dumplings, uh, any of that shit. I, you know you. Here, you, you have that at, at, for supper, you know, with your family, maybe. Then you go out, you come back home, you see what's in the fridge. You see those, the tin, the tin container Chinese food with the paper tops, you know, with uh, maybe like some holes in it to let the steam out from when it came back to your house. Fucking Chinese food for me. Easy. You, you, eat, eat, it, with, you eat it with chopsticks at midnight? Uh, not at 3 a.m. No, Five, not fucking at 3 a.m. Me, midnight, midnight, midnight no. you're arriving at the club. 3 a.m., 3, 4 a.m. <laughs> midnight, you're not even in the club yet. I think, that, yeah, that 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 depends. Where, that depends where. I mean, everyone says you're in Ontario and last cl- last calls at one. Every every yeah, local reference. Everyone 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 thinks that Montreal is a great party city. Clubs open here at eleven. They close at three. I mean, anyone any I, apparently in Australia they just don't close or like parts of Europe they're open till like five a.m. six a.m. I have no, I have no I have no point of reference. But apparently, actually that's that's not true. I think the clubs in Lisbon close fucking late. I don't know if they close at like four or five in the morning. Um, but yeah, so uh. It's a trip so, advisor segment. Yeah, like to to the point that you're having Chinese food for breakfast. I guess that's fucking nasty. Not? If you're that's still if you're still drunk the next morning, player player equivalent. I don't have any. I don't Come know. on, are there, any, are there any Chinese players that have ever played in the Serie? Yeah, I don't know. I don't think I don't think so. But oh. you got you got to get you got to get creative here. Maybe like um, consistent. Who's uh, who's consistent? Uh, we can't make that claim for every food. I already said the Jorginho, very simple, consistent. Like, bro, I your fucking player equivalence at the last second is bullshit. I'm not. I'm not happy about this. This I'm whole five side. This whole five side. Not giving you one. Go next. What about what about Giuseppe Rossi for you? Because he's like a, an American fusion with 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 something foreign, which in his case is Italian. But just like Chinese food isn't really Chinese. Like you don't like in Shanghai, you don't get Americanized Chinese food. You know, it's a it's a hybrid it's a hybrid of sure, two. Sure, music. there you go. I'm Rossi. doing all, I'm doing all the work for you here. I don't want to do these player equivalents. Um, okay, I'll say I'll say I'll say a kebab, a late night kebab. Okay, like in a pita or just like on the stick. I don't I don't I don't know to be honest. Like I think it has to be all, all dressed with the pita because uh, if not, it's. It's not hefty enough. There's this huge Lebanese community here in Montreal, and, and we have we have a couple of local chains that 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 will, that will serve you like shishtawuk. They all bang. Right? They all bang. They all fucking bang. But like in the UK, I know people will say uh, people will always talk about a kebab. In in Europe, in Europe, they, they they refer to it as a kebab. You go to Italy, 
You go to Italy, yeah, you go yeah. to Germany, you go to, uh, you go to the UK, you go to Portugal anyway, places I've, places I've been, places I've seen. There's points, points of reference. I know they always talk about a kebab. I have a late yeah. kebab and you regret it the next day. So because, so that's the one thing about a kebab. You have a kebab, you wake up the next day, you feel absolutely freaking disgusting. <laughs> you destroyed. feel so nasty, your system. You feel like, honestly, swallowed like a grenade. <laughs> Like, like you pulled the pin and you just swallowed the grenade. Oh, you like, taste it, it. It's probably the like uh, enjoyment to how can I say it? Like the the risk return if we're talking to the finance <laughs> community. Like like you know you're dead the next morning, but like the the instant gratification of having it with like the garlic sauce. And oh no, you can't. If you do if you do that, you're 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 out on the DL for like three days. So uh, my player equivalent, best. Um, so starting at center back for me then is Mario Balotelli. You bring you bring him in. You think it's a great idea. It's a great idea when you bring him in. You're really excited. You think he's gonna score goals. This is finally the time it's gonna work out. And then a couple of months in, you just regret it. It all goes to shit, and then it only ends in a messy divorce. You wish it never happened. You know? uh, I think I think you're disrespecting uh, kebabs a bit, just a bit there. Just a, hey, you always regret it. But once it passes, you're like, that was the best decision I ever made. So I don't know. I don't know if I would agree with the. I don't know if I would agree with that. I don't know about that. I've never, I, whenever I, listen, I, I, again, I, 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 I pass on anything, anything heavy on garlic, but like the time, because of past mistakes, but if I ever have, oh my God, like I felt like such shit the next day. I, I wouldn't say that I was ever happy about the decision. I always regret it the next I'll day. I'll do it every Very time. Early. It's worth it. I'll do it every time. It's worth okay. it. Okay. Um, okay. Number three. Number three for me is going to have to be just, I'm, I'm, this is going to be, I don't know if it's cheap because I'm going to go very high level. So anything could really fit under this, but just a fucking sandwich, just a sandwich at 3 a.m. Doesn't matter what it is. Nutella sandwich. You can make uh, a panini if you have leftover. Cold You're cuts. so all over the map here. I, I've, I've never, I've never made a jelly sandwich. I've never made a panino at, at 3 a.m. I've never well, come home and said I'm, I'm gonna get I've never the made a panino. Out of the fridge. I've never, I've never made a panino, but just a sand, just any sandwich. You can't do that. You can't say panino and then sandwich. take Nutella. You just mentioned Nutella, which is. One I of said the- any sandwich. I said any sandwich. Oh, any yeah. sandwich at 3 a.m. Just it just it tastes better. It's elevated. So sandwiches are vers- sandwiches are versatile. You could put anything in them. They can be sweet. They can be savory. But hot dogs don't count. All of you fuck you think hot dogs are sandwiches. What about a lobster roll? Is a lobster roll a sandwich? No, it's a hot dog bun. It's in a hot dog bun. And who's lobster. making a lobster roll at home at three a.m.? Nobody. I'm just asking a Fucking hypothetical booty. question. Uh, you 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 would Scar- Scarface Nick would have would have it made for him. He'd have, he'd have I would order. I would order it. I wouldn't make it myself. Fits the narrative. Um, so who who's versatile and can be sweet, savory, salty? Who <laughs> versatile. We're using the same fucking adjectives every time. No, no, uh, but who's? <laughs> no, 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 no. But sandwiches literally. literally Jacquerini, Jacquerini. He goes. Every, he could be anywhere. You know, he's compact. I love that. I love that. <laughs> I don't that's know. Not a, that's not a bad one. It would be Bernardeschi if Juve could use him properly and if he could play in midfield and become a little bit more versatile, Tipa Zaniolo. But yeah, okay, Giacchettini is a great call. Yeah, he plays as a fucking winger. He's played as a Especially winger. Especially when you put a little cheese Salah. in the center. Mouse, mousey Giacchettini. <laughs> Perfect, okay. Um, I'm thinking specifically about my time with, uh, my time with friend of the pod, Mango, in, uh, in Greece last year. In Mykonos, we would have gyros every fucking night. This one, so oh fuck yeah, so start, that, that's so like the cousin of the kebab, right? Like it is the cousin. Idea, this is really idea. this is really cheap. But the whole point of the kebab yeah. is, you know, it, yeah. it, it can it can be just it's the kebab meat is what's important. The whole point of the gyro is you get the tzatziki, you get the uh, you get the vegetables yeah, in yeah. there. 
Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to differentiate from the kebab on that basis. And the fact that we had this crazy night out on a boat one time and I threw up twice. I had to pull trade once on, once on the boat. And then once when we got off on the, on the beach boss at like 10 AM. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I know. I, it wasn't a proud moment. So it's 10 o'clock and we're already destroyed. But I, because I'm, I'm a freak who carries mouthwash in my in my my satchel, I, I mouthwash and I was fucking back on the I was back on the saddle and I I had a euro and I felt like on top of the world. The next day I woke up and I was ready to go back at the beach and I was I was in a great place. The euro the euro kind of just reinvigorated me. Um, so so yeah. Um, <clears throat> obviously has to be Costas Manolas. It could be any Greek player. There are a lot of great. Nah, players that was easy. Greece. That was easy. Yeah, was, that's a little hanging food there. But there 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 uh, there are a lot of great Greek players that have great Serie A. But let's go with Costas Manolas. Great. So that he's. Uh, great. I don't know about that. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't go as far as calling any Greek players great. To be honest, I actually can't think. Of I'm another. triggering a few I, 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 can, I can't. No, uh, I, I can't. I can't even. I can't even think of another decent Greek player that's played in Serie A other than Costas Manolas. Vespasidis, Taxidis, Carnetsis, that goalkeeper. Yeah. Okay. None, none of them. None of them are great. Or Kone, um, Panagiotis Kone. Um, number four for me. Number four for me is going to be, and this is not a local reference because this is known worldwide. I would. I would even say. Gotta be Putin. Putin gotta be Putin at 4 a.m. You know, for for those of you who live in Montreal, for those of you who don't even look up, you know, a a, a, a Belle Province, a, a Banquise, any anything like that. You know, getting that after the a big that is a out. local reference because you can only get that here. You you have to visit Montreal to have. You have that. to visit Montreal, but people know what it is. People know what it is. Uh, amazing and three, you know, once I never a once in a while thing because that's another one that probably kills you a bit, but uh, unreal after a yeah. unreal. Just uh, the, the theme of my thing is the foods that you need to eat after a big night are gonna soak up all the damage you did to your body mo- hours before. So, player equivalent, um, I don't Gra- bear in mind, and, gravy, uh, gravy, gravy, remember, potatoes. Actually, I could give Iguain all of my, all of my, all you, of my you can't, you can't do that. You can't do that. If I, if, if I were to say Nutella, like just take a spoon of Nutella and I'm not going to do it because you already mentioned Nutella in the sandwich category in the panino category. So just because like Iguain was pictured with Nutella one time or Nutella rolls when he was at Milan, you can't just say Nutella. Iguain. What was it? Nutella. To, what was it? Uh, the Nutella to go or something. Nutella to go. I fucking forget. I don't remember. Yeah, me too. Um, it was it was in like in like a little packet. Yeah, it was it was like a little Nutella roll, um, <laughs> like a chocolatine. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Think bro. Nutella I, be I, ready. I, I, Nutella be ready. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Any Irish in city? Yeah, maybe you got the potatoes in there. Maybe you could just say we're in Quebec. This is kind of like those Illuminati videos where you make like crazy wild connections. But so we're in Quebec. Okay, Putin is a local food here. You just mentioned Putsin, who's a very local player in Italy. Maybe a guy who's like a local talent who plays for his local club, like Lorenzo Insigne. He's like a local Napolitan. He's like fucking Bro, these like, are so forced. He's, as, so par- he's as part of, well, I mean, you know, you, if you're not going to make the effort, someone has to, like he's, he yeah, is well, I'm not, sorry. I don't, I, don't, I don't drop stuff on you minutes before a segment. As to you're just not as do. creative as me. I didn't think of any of this until just now. Yeah, they all suck. Napoli. They all suck. No, they all suck. Insigne is to Napoli. Shut up, fuck. You know what needs the negativity? Like, people, are enjoy- people are definitely Go ahead. enjoying this. Go ahead. I'm still listening to us now. Insigne is to Napoli. What Putsin is to Quebec. Just local, uh, familiar. Uh, yeah. Intimate relationship between the two parties. 
Uh, I think that's a nice great one. fucking example. I'm giving you gimmies here. Number four, anything sweet. Anything sweet. Sometimes you get home. Right, you're ripping me for saying sandwich, and then you go, anything sweet. Because here's the thing. Any, whatever, that's a meal. That's a meal. Any, anything sweet yes, is because a meal. Yes, because it's whatever. Anything is, sweet. Whatever's in the fridge or whatever's in the pantry. So someone's Drunk birthday, meals, there's a little. Anything sweet. Yes, anything because, sweet. Yes, because, because all my other ones have been savory or salty to this point. You get home. It was somebody's birthday recently. There's a little cake in the fridge. You slam it there. Uh, yeah, a cake. You get home. There's a little. There's a little chocolate in the pantry. You go for that. There's cookies in the pantry. You go for those. There's tarao. There's s cookies or something. This is no, cheap. Anything. Anything. This is so, this is cheap. So 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 if you don't have the energy to pick up food or there's not much else in the fridge, there's something sweet, like a little like a little cupcake brownies maybe. You go for it. No problem. You have a little. You have a little. Uh, you get a little, okay. get a little, get a little dolce action before you go okay, to bed. Okay, fine, fine, fine. Okay. Who's? Uh, I don't disagree. I don't disagree. But so sweet. Like I guess someone, someone, rec- someone, fucking who's beautiful to watch. That's a lot more of a blanket. That's a more, a lot more of a blanket statement meal than sandwich. So I don't want to hear you fucking complaining anymore. Sandro Tonali for me, bro. He's a beautiful player, graceful, great passing, great movement of the ball, sweet to watch. Uh, yeah. Leaves a nice taste in your mouth, Sandro Tonali. It's a good one, though. Number five, rounding it out for you. Yeah, it's a steal, honestly. Number five, don't Mc, uh, McDonald's. I was saving it's it for McDonald's. last. I was saving McDonald's. it for last. McDonald's and anything from McDonald's, anything unless you're ordering a salad, that's wrong. But I don't uh, think you can get salads after three a.m. I think when after they close three a.m. Well, like at the time, yeah, like when clubs close at 3 a.m., you go out and you go out and at 3 a.m., you're, 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 you're trying to get something from McDonald's. I don't think they're still serving salads. When the restaurant closes, I think they stop serving a lot of the, a lot I don't of, know, a lot but, of the extras uh, and they kind of just serve the basics. Junior chicken, Big Mac, nuggets, anything amazing at 3 a.m. Just nuggets different. Nuggets are different at 3 a.m. I don't think I've, I can't remember the last time I've had McDonald's not after midnight. And to be fair, I haven't had it for a very long time. I don't go out anymore. I barely ever did, to be fair. But, but, but bro, the couple times that you did, oh, my God. Like, when people, when people you're out with are going to get McDonald's, I mean, you just jump on the fucking bandwagon. It's the sodium. It's the different. sodium just hits you like, like a, a shot of adrenaline. I, don't I heard know. a conspiracy theory that apparently, like, because of the chemicals in McDonald's food, it just, it just has this weird chemical reaction with, with, with alcohol that just works. Um, yeah, yeah that sounds like junk science to me. It, to- it totally does. But appa- so you know how, so, so apparently like McDonald's, so you know what it is? The theory, again, this is, this was spewed to me by someone at one point, a couple of years ago. I don't remember where. Great, great, great. Someone, some crazy, some crazy guy. I worked, some crazy guy I worked with that. Like my, like my first or second part-time job. He used to say that McDonald's, you know how when you have McDonald's, you want to throw up? Well, they put chemicals in it that prevents you from throwing up. And because yeah, when that's you another drink, you want to throw up. Ma- because yeah, when you drink, you want to throw up, it prevents you from throwing up, which is why your body craves McDonald's. Some shit like that is what he said. Man, we're really, we're, we're, we're breaking theories on this podcast recently. Just debunking just, just crazy theories of all kinds. Player equivalent on your own here. Be a big boy. Your last one. Come up with one Michael, of your Michael own. Bradley, American, used to play in Italy. Boom, done. Boring. In and out. Mickey Mouse, Michael Bradley. No comment. Okay, yeah. Anything sweet. Get out of here. Anything sweet. I don't know where I'm going with for number five. I have no idea. I was going to say McDonald's. I, I'm, I thought I was going to steal that one last. I'm drawing a complete fucking blank. Nice. Very, very prepared. You already, said, Chinese, and you already said Chinese food. 
Have you ever had? Have you ever had the noodles? The five dollar noodles on sale? No, that, that 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 does not count. That's Chinese food. I think the guy's from Hong Kong. Get creative, Hong- bro. Get creative. I'm thinking here. The wheels are uh, fucking. Yeah. The wheels are turning. I've already said. So I got the kebab. I got the Greek. Ah, uh, yeah. Big talker over here. Doesn't have a fifth drunk food. Pub food. I'll just say pub food. Oh, this because is sometime, because one of your worst five asides. No, ever. pub food. Oh, yeah. I definitely food. I, I took this one easy. Greasy as hell. I'd rip a fish and chips at 3 a.m. I never have, but thinking about it now, if you're in a pub, if you're in a pub, so say you're in the UK, you're out on the you're out of the fucking piss and you're not in a club, okay? You're in a traditional fucking UK, you're in a you're you're in a you're in a British establishment, okay? You're in a you're in a you're you're in a pub and you crave something. Late at night, you're drunk as hell. Like, man, we think of drunk meals as being like at 3 a.m. when you get home from the club. It doesn't have to be. It could be something you crave when you're drunk. So when you're having a bunch of yeah, pints. When you're drunk at 9 a.m., you have a bread, you want to have breakfast, we make that a drunk meal too. No, but, but when, you're ha- when, you're having, when you're having pints watching football, fish and chips, pub food, Guinness, all goes hand in hand. I'm locking that in. Um, Weak Paul Gascoigne, Paul, yeah, Paul Gaza, Gaza, weak, weak performance. Gaza, Gaza, definitely slammed. I don't need that kind of negativity. I think, I think when you listen back to this, you're gonna like. It. It's one of those things. Where no, no, no. I, 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 mine, mine was no, no, no. Mine, I'm just saying, my, my meals were obviously better. Like uh, something sweet than pub food. You know, you're oh, like Lazio. You started good and then you completely crashed and burned at the end. So, uh, who the fuck do I, who the fuck do I have? I have Costas Manolas. I have, I have, uh, I have. Sandro Tonali somewhere in there. I've got, I've got Gaza starting up top. I don't remember who my goalkeeper was. What was the first thing I even said? Fuck me. I don't even remember. Oh, Balotelli uh, or some shit. I said Balotelli, Balotelli was the kebab. And there's another one that I can't remember. Fuck me. What, you, have, you have, I came up with half a years. You have Higuain starting on goal. You have Insigne feeding him. It's an old school Napoli lineup of two, from 2014. You have Michael Bradley in midfield. You have Giuseppe Rossi. You have a very attacking starting five here. And number five for you. Who's your last one? The Chinese food. Who did I? Who did you? Uh, who did you pick for Chinese food? Didn't you pick uh, what's his name, Giuseppe Rossi? So it's basically a four it's a side. A high, it's, so high. it's four, and then one guy. On one the, of the one of the least memorable five sides we've ever. One of the least memorable five sides. But I, I like that. You know what? Kind of it's kind of a metaphor for when you're drunk and you just you, you don't make. There sense. you go. Perfect. Maybe we're drunk right now. Let's Are see what drunk? we go eat. Are you drunk right now? Shout out Drizzy Drake. Um, listeners, get at us on Instagram, on Twitter, at Calcho Podcast. We're on all platforms, Spreaker, SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes. Thanks for tuning in to episode 91. Uh, Jenna Letty, a lot of fun as always. Good talk. We'll, uh, we'll be at you again soon. Check us out on the Calcho guys tomorrow. Check, uh, check us out on social media. We'll share links there. Paul will be dropping probably tomorrow overnight, Wednesday, early morning. Also check out Turin Giants. If you're fed up with hearing me talk about Juve on this pod, you could check out my... Uh, my new platform to 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 discuss all things Juventus and talk about. I think you should say if you're not fed, if you're if you're not fed up, if they're fed up of hearing you talking about it on this platform, not gonna want to hear you talk about it on another one. You're right. I think I think yeah. Again, sorry. Time to call it. It's it's the grappa. I'm sorry, we're drunk here. It's, it's, it's what it is. Um, thanks again, Genaletti. Till next time. Catch you soon. Ciao. Ciao. Your swag going chilling since the flags are killing. Pass you no la passi se lo fai faccio due tiri non sto con bro solo perché la passa no bro come cazzo ti passa oh ecco i primi che fanno i bambini dopo rimangono soli e chiedono consigli a Siri non sto con bro solo perché la passa no bro come cazzo ti passa oh.
Pero non dirlo a tua madre 